Bro, 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 bro. Daniel Bryan is the 9-11 of WrestleMania 30. <laughs> it's a joke, right? Oh, but yeah. out of context, that shit sounds terrible. Heel Nakamura is best for business. The uh, Nutcracker Prince or whatever you want to call him. I'm <laughs> all great. About, I'm all about That's it. That's a t-shirt. Well, he was right about this. Well, of course he was, man. He also predicted three other things to happen with that same prediction. Like... Bro, 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 bro. Say hello to the bald guy. And bow down to your king. This is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I am Mike Schroeder Marcus, and with me, as always, my partner in crime. Nobody better than I could ask for to go on this drive-by. None other than the king of nerds, Mike Forrest. What's up, Mike? One time I helped a man open mouth kiss a werewolf. All right. I feel like I should know that. Like, that's a line from a movie or something? Or is it just real life shit? That is a line that they played on the commercial to one of the Austin Powers movies that didn't actually make it into the movie. In the movie, it's I helped a man open mouth kiss a horse. Yeah, but okay. on the commercial, okay. he says... It's a werewolf. Yeah, she says, tell me something I don't know. And he's like, one time I helped a man open mouth kiss a werewolf. And that, to me, is a much better line. Like, it's insanity on another level. Like It's it's a totally better line. Yeah, like, you, one time I helped a man open mouth kiss a werewolf. What? Whoa, whoa, what whoa. an underrated whoa, whoa, set of movies, whoa, by whoa, the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We need all kinds of more information. Yeah. First of all, the werewolf was a real thing. Yeah, like, like I'm not secondly, even like, like the kissing aside werewolf. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh we have a lot to talk about today, Mike. Uh, no, we don't. Kinda, no, we don't. We do though. No, we do because I have some secrets playing for you, sir. Oh, okay. Some 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 late breaking something that might actually uh, be a. I don't want to say it in an extended version of this, but might we might get a little deeper than we originally thought because I had some stuff that I found out, heard, uh, read. Uh, no kidding. You know, I really haven't been before this recording on the internet this week, so I'm not able to see anything really. I've been busy. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes life does take precedent over pro wrestling, but at this point in time, it does not, and here we are. Evolution, man. We got through the Super Showdown. It was an awesome house show, like we have stated. Cool to see, uh, you know, the Australians, all three of them, get a win. Uh, one with a title change. So that yeah, was that neat. was pretty dope. We didn't really expect that either. No, and uh, you know, now we're moving into promotion for not only Evolution but Crown Jewel, and it's funny because I sat here and. Listen to all the talking heads for the last, you know, few weeks just bash WWE for not promoting evolution anymore. Oh, and I just sat here and thought, well, no shit, because that's not next on the list. And now it is, and now they're promoting it, they're talking about it, they're building matches, and people already hate it, Mike. And people hated it from the rip, man. Why? <laughs> We're not shocked. People hated <laughs> this from, like, right from the moment they... It was well, like, oh, I'm going to hate this for any numerous made-up reason. 
Why is this well, any different? Let's know. start hating it for. Let's start actually hating it for concrete things now, though. At least we're there. At least we're to a point where they have like concrete things they can hate. Like, oh, I don't like this match. That's fine. But like, at least we're hating like reality now. <laughs> yeah, because let's be honest. When it was announced, it was TNA did it first. It was you're just pandering to the women because you did that Saudi show you're in giving, April. You don't support women. You're giving them a whole pay per view of their own. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. What? This is and like it was, this is like the like the wrestling equivalent of like when you hold a door for a woman and she's like an <laughs> uber feminist and she fucking rips your head off for it and you're like. Don't think I can do that myself. Yeah, and it's like, except in this case, it's like, no, you couldn't have put on a pay-per-view by yourself. <laughs> you are not Cody and the Young Bucks. <laughs> Sorry, you really needed a man's help on this one. That sounded terrible. So, Holy shit. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, in retrospect, I, I mean, not retrospect, but I mean, really when you come back to it, it it's not wrong, Mike. No, I rarely am. <laughs> so we went from hating it because, you know, it existed to hating it because it wasn't being promoted to now hating it because of the matches that are involved when they've only announced three and it's, you know, an entire pay-per-view. But the three announced matches are just, you know, according to the fans, the absolute shits because we had an Alexa Bliss... Uh, Trish Stratus match that was announced. Uh, uh, it was the first announced match for the pay-per-view, was it not? Like, months ago when they announced the actual event? Yeah, it was one of the actual few concrete ones we had. And it's been changed to a tag match. Tri Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Trish Stratus and Lita. Now, the word on the street is, that was the plan the whole time. This is always going to be a tag match. It was always going to be these four. They announced Bliss and Trish to kind of jumpstart ticket sales and wanted to leave it out there until they could start building storylines for the pay-per-view, which makes total sense. You're not going to build these storylines when you're building up to uh, the Super Show and Hell in a Cell and all this other stuff that had to come before the show, right? Yeah, obviously. You don't want to like spoil it too much. So, as I read, and the way it was explained made total sense, they set up the tag match because now that doesn't have to be the big, you know, the big ticket sale. The new one is the Ronda Rousey match, which was set up that everybody hates. Everybody hated, but everybody knew it was coming. Everybody knew it was coming. Everybody's pissed that Nikki Bella's getting a title shot. I'm going to be, I'll be right out front. I love this, dude. Not only, it, it, it so fits so conveniently because not only uh, do we get heel Bella Twins, but it's coming on the the uh, the heels, no offense, of Brie Bella kicking Liv Morgan in the face and automatically becoming a heel without even trying to. Yeah, you already got some hate. Might as well play into it, unless you're Roman. So let's play into this. I hope they have a one-on-one -on -one match at Evolution, to be quite honest with you. I hope they have a two-on-one match <laughs> for the title. <laughs> Between the, the Bellas, Bellas and Ronda? The Bellas versus Ronda for the women's title. Uh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Would they be co-champions like Kevin and Sammy were going to be? I don't know. They're not going to win. 
So we don't really <laughs> we don't need to work out the logistics of it that far, man. It's a valid point. But anyway, so Nikki Bell is getting a title shot. People are up in arms. You know, people are all of a sudden a little chill to the idea of a last woman standing match because with Charlotte and Becky, we had the angle on SmackDown. And, you know, the angle is now being where Becky's kind of doing these chicken shit things to keep her title now that she's obtained that uh, moniker of women's champion on SmackDown Live. We have the finish on SmackDown where it's a count out and a double count out. I believe it was a double count out, was it not? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I think it was, but I don't want to comment one I, way or the other. Yeah, I think it was, but I, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is, it was a count out. She kept her title, and then Charlotte speared her through the video board, which was flipping awesome. So we get this last woman standing match, and because WWE has the audacity to say the first ever time we have a last woman standing match, everyone has to go back and say, "No, you didn't. You did it in NXT. It was uh, Ember Moon versus." Or, was it Oscar versus Nikki Cross or somebody? I don't recall. It, it all runs together. But that was NXT, man. Like these people don't realize that shit doesn't exist in the same universe, even though it's technically the same universe. Yeah, no. What happens in NXT only also happens in WWE if they need it for storyline purposes. Exactly, and. You're getting a last woman standing match between Becky and Charlotte. Like, why do you care how they bill it? Yeah, man, shut up. Just quit fucking, enjoy the match. Quit, quit fucking bitching about, oh, man, I don't like boobies and whipped cream. <laughs> I certainly don't like them together. What? Have you ever experienced boobies and whipped cream together? It's glorious. <laughs> and, and, I mean, you know... Here's the thing, Nikki Bella getting a title shot, I'm totally okay with that. You know, Trish, Lita, whatever legends they decide to bring back, I'm totally good with that because, in my opinion, these women helped them get here, did they not? Yeah. I, I mean, these women actually fought through, I don't want to say a harder time because that's not fair, but fought through the grime of the bra and panties matches, the, you know, the mud fights, the food fights, the paddle on a pole matches, all this, you know, Look. stuff that, don't get me wrong, when I was 13 or 14, it was super awesome. But These in chicks retrospect, were there when it was sad. Like, there was that yes. period, eh, you know, I'm going to say... Tori Wilson, um, the end of Trish there, the very end. Uh, you had Tori Wilson, Stacy Keebler, uh, Dawn Marie. That was right at the end of when it was like, all right, bro and panties matches, yeah. And the Bellas were there during that time where it was like, oh, this is real sad and depressing. Uh, they, they, they bridged the gap when everyone stopped appreciating lingerie in wrestling rings. They were still there doing it, getting booed, having bathroom breaks, being taken. 
Like, these chicks earned it, man. Yep. They put in the work to bridge the gap to get to where we're at now. Like, someone had to be there getting booed after Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler left. Someone had to be the bathroom <laughs> break part of the show. And you'd be like, well, what, ab- right. well, what about commercials? Well, what about commercials? Um, so, these chicks earned it, man. They put up – they were – this was at a time when Facebook and Twitter were becoming like big deals, and everybody fucking talked shit about them. Even like other women on the rosters, looking at you, Caitlin and AJ Lee, talk shit. And they weren't even mm-hmm. that good. They weren't even that good. Mm-hmm. Like by today's standards, AJ and Caitlin should be mentioned in the same breath as the Bellas. Yeah, I would agree. I think. You know, and I've said it before. I think AJ Lee is one of the most overrated divas I've ever seen. She's a diva. She's and she's I, not I, she's uh, not a woman's wrestler. Yep. She's a diva. She's you just happen to be 100% a, a diva. diva who like could talk about wrestling. You were a fan, and and was slightly better than the other ones on. You her were, roster. and I'm not gonna say she was bad. She wasn't bad. No. She was just okay at a time when being just okay made you fucking awesome. And that's the thing, like, you look at Nikki Bella, in my personal opinion, she has completely reinvented herself, her style, she's learned new things, she's way better than the ring than she's ever been. Yes, they've transcended that bad divas time. They could come out of it. That's why they're still here and a lot of those people aren't. That's why it's them and Alicia Fox still left. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, it just... They belong there, and I don't get the outrage for, you know, some of these women being on there. Like, I don't think anyone has a problem with Lita and Trish being there, but when you start throwing the other ones in, they they start to get mad, and it just doesn't make sense. And you even have these people on social media and Twitter going nuts about how we should revolt and we should, like not watch the pay-per-view or even one that, and I don't know, it's Abby and some numbers, I think. It, it, a lot of people online actually think it's JD from New York's ghost account, so he can say shit about women without getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> saying that anyone who bought Evolution tickets should burn the tickets to show WWE how they really feel. That's, that's a good idea. You burn those tickets that WWE already made money on, and you sit at home, and waste your money not going to watch a wrestling show to support the women that you claim to love. When you told me that, like, he really said that, I was like, if you burn tickets that you paid money for, you are the biggest (laughs) fucking idiot. Right. That has ever lived. Like, not ever lived, but, like, you know, for (laughs) today. You're, like, dumb as shit. You're, like, dumber than these old white dudes burning Nike shoes and hoodies and right. shit that they already bought. Cutting the, cutting the swoosh off their cutting socks the that once they wash they won't be able to wear anymore. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here, you dumb shit. Why would you throw money away? That's like, that's like, that's like buying a PlayStation and, like, throwing it at the fucking wall one day just for no reason. You're just like, I'm going to throw this mm-hmm. at the wall. Oh, now it doesn't play. Like, that's something I used to say to my nephew because the joke was that he could break shit, like, without even trying. And he would be like, Uncle Mike, can I play your Xbox? And I'd be like, buddy, I could just save us the time now and throw it against the wall myself. Um, <laughs> like, there's just – you're an idiot. So, yeah, go ahead and burn your tickets. I hope you do burn your tickets. Like, if you want to burn your tickets, like, you can sell them to me for half price. (laughs) And then you can burn that money that I gave you. It's an absolute moronic thing to say. And JD, first of all, JD, fuck fuck you for, like, even saying that to people. 
Well, like, that's this, so this dumb. Was, like, I you're can't such a confirm that that was him saying clown. that. A lot of people just think that that's his account. You know it is. It probably is. But here's the bottom line, Mike. It's the first one. Burn your tickets. Hopefully it's the first one of a continual yearly all-female pay-per-view that will be an October staple for years to come. And, you know, once this one, and I don't want to say get out, gets out of the way, but once we're, once we're through this first one, we can start building, you know, more stories for the next years that have less legends, have less Bella twins and less, uh, Trishes and less Lita's and get these younger girls up on this roster and involved, which they're doing. There's going to be NXT matches. There's going to be May Young Classic matches. Like, I don't understand what people were complaining because you know all this stuff's coming and the only concrete thing they've announced are three damn matches and you already hate the show. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's just how people are now, man. It's just got to hate on everything before are. it even happens. And it is so damn annoying. Mike. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to play a little game. Uh, you brought this idea to me, and I'm going to set up a few stipulations when we get back for you that we did not go over, so hopefully you're okay with that. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. This is my game. Don't worry. I'll give you a safe word. Uh, my safe word is harder. <laughs> okay. All right. Hang tight, guys. We will be right back. Alright, Mike, you ready to play a game? Yeah, man. Alright, we're gonna play. Here's, you know what, like, my real skill for this show is, like, coming up with dumb things for us to do on weeks when there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> they're gonna be like, I'm gonna use that the next time I interview for a promotion at work. They're gonna be like, what do you bring to the table? And I'm gonna be like, let me tell you what I can do. I can come up with fun and interesting things when there's nothing to do. There you go. I like it. It's a it's a skill that fits well on a resume, Mike. Alright, so here we go. We are going to play Push or Cut. Now, I'm going to set some parameters up. Uh, let these fine folks know, first and foremost, we both picked five superstars to... Uh, I'm going to give you, you know, off our list, We're gonna I'm going to give you mine. You're going to tell me what you would do. I'll tell you what I would do. We can debate the reasons that we agree or disagree. If we have overlapping ones, we'll just kind of, you know. We picked 10 superstars, and we divided them into five. five. We did five of these uh, either-or scenarios, basically. Right. But but I want to set a few parameters for you, which may change some of your uh, outlooks on this. You're 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 strictly pushing or you're strictly cutting, and I want you to look yes. at it in the, in this factor, Mike. Um, you have to you're if you're pushing the the superstar, you're doing it because it's make or break, and you need them to get the company over the hump and, and remain there for the next you know one to two years. So you have faith in that person that they're you know that they're going to do that. 
And if you don't, then you're going to cut them. So someone we might not typically, in all reality, think we would cut like today might get cut in this scenario. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. One of these people you're pushing and one of these people's done for. Which right. one's and, giving and, you the better shot for the future? And, and I, will I also, also was looking will, at it. I didn't explain that. To me, when I was making these or when I was thinking about these in my head, I was thinking for the future, what is a better choice? Right, right, right. And also, I, I want to leave the potential for this. Like, say it's an NXT guy, if you want to move him up and push, you can. Uh, say it's a main roster guy or girl, and you want to move him, you know, technically it's not down, but to the side, to NXT, you can. Um, and if it's a team, you can do what you want with that too. But you're either presenting them as that team and push or cut, or you're doing something different. And I have at least one of those on my list, so we'll just get to that when we get to it. I so have- if you want to go first, you want to... You want to throw one at me, or you want me to yeah, throw one at you Yeah, let me first? go ahead and uh, throw... Um, no, because I have one I'm saving back for you, and I want it to be the last one I do. So I want you to go first. Okay. Well, no, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Hell with it. Hell with it. Um, the ahead. first one on my list, The Shield versus The Undisputed Era. Okay. One you gotta push, one you gotta cut. Okay. Um. Jesus. You just made this real hard. I know, right? And it only gets worse from <laughs> here on out. <laughs> the Shield versus the Undisputed Era. That's not even fair, Mike. I know. That is that is not even fair. I know. Um Oh god. Do you want do you want who I went with? No, 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 no. Let me let me go. Okay. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Fuck. I love the undisputed era, and I love the shield. But if we're looking straight for the future, that's not even right either. Can I split people up? No, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. I mean, like obviously, like you've got the potential of them each their three solo careers as well to think about in this. All right, here's what I do. So I can can I can I can I can No, one all, uh, you're one, not, you're, one group's completely getting cut. It's all or nothing. It's all huh? or nothing. You can't pick and choose okay. members. One group's completely getting cut. But think about the potential for each group to like blossom and solo. All right. I'm just going to say the super smarky thing, but Shield technically has its time. Undisputed Era has not, so I'm cutting a shield and pushing Undisputed. Fair enough. I um, am keeping the shield and getting rid of Undisputed Era. You get more longevity out of the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole is a superstar that, like, he's only 27, I believe. Like, you could Mm -hmm. legitimately, right now, he could be the cornerstone of SmackDown for the next decade and a half. But I'm not as confident with Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Certainly not Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly a little bit more. He's a former Ring of Honor champion, but not Bobby Fish. Right now, you've got three guys that are legitimately, you've got another decade at least with them being top guys. Like, you know, right now, we've got three guys that are top guys for the next decade. At worst, Dean Ambrose becomes a Sheamus. At worst. But Seth Rollins and Roman (laughs) Reigns are top guys, and you just don't have that. That I don't. From what I've seen of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, neither one of them have what it makes to be a top guy. Even Cody Rhodes, when he was asked about those guys moving up, said, 
we all kind of thought Kyle O'Reilly was a bit of a surprise. Like, he just doesn't. You don't have three guarantees like that in the undisputed area. Like, you don't. You just don't. I, I, so to me, the choice is I, I easy. I think it's fair. So, so what you're saying is the shield – I'm gonna mess. You know what up. you've got. Like the the sum of the the sum of the parts are equal to the whole package. Whereas undisputed era together is awesome. We know Cole will be fine by himself, but we're not sure about the rest of the parts. Exactly. You've got a solid tag team, and the other two red oh, yeah, red totally, dragon. Totally. Don't get me wrong, badass tag team. But like, yeah, hundred percent. You don't have a tag team division like that. Get it? I get it. Now, uh, you want. I actually did this completely differently, Mike, because I misunderstood what you well, were saying. Well, I was just—I was just saying you just one you push and one you cut, man. Those are just the choices. I actually just did a list of five to push or cut. Oh, okay. I thought we were doing an either or. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. We, let's do yours and then we'll do mine. Okay, so we'll finish running through mine. Okay. Yeah. Matt Riddle or the Velvet Team Dream? Oh shit. Really, dude? Yeah, no, wait. It just gets worse from here. I told you, man. Like, <sighs> like, dude, I, like, Mike, I, like, when I mentioned this to you, I legit sat down for 15 minutes. I've got, like, four or five of these I scratched out because I was just like, no, this is so much worse of a choice. So Matt Riddle or the Velveteen Dream? Do you want mine? Hmm. I'll give you mine, and it's okay. simple. Cut Riddle, keep Dream. Only because Dream's already over with the crowd. Uh, fair enough. I went the opposite direction. I'm a, I'm a Matt Riddle mark, so let's see it. That's fine. That's fine, because that's a horrible choice, by the way. Yeah. Um, that nobody should ever be forced to make. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, choice three. Charlotte <laughs> or Rhonda? Oh, my God. Um, Rhonda. I'm, see, I went Charlotte. I'm only going Rhonda because I think you get more out of Charlotte long term. Yes, because we still like I don't have any doubt in my mind that Charlotte will be a part of the WWE in one way, shape or form for the rest of her life. I do not know if that's the case with Rhonda. If I knew if I knew that, then I would say Rhonda because she's already a bigger star. Yeah. But I don't know that, so I'm going with Charlotte. Okay, number four, Tommaso Ciampa or Finn Balor? <laughs> You're a dick. <sighs> All right, if I'm looking at this from a business standpoint, technically, if you're looking long-term... Finn Balor is the one to keep because he sells the merch. He's got like a hundred different body paints, which is a hundred different action figures, a hundred different t-shirts. He's got a million different color trunks and outfits and all this stuff that is just marketing, marketing, marketing. Yes. But if you're looking at this from a fan side of things, you're kind of like, man, I think maybe I'm going to keep Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really a fair comparison because we've never honestly got to see Finn at his full, full potential. Like, he literally 
hit that universal, you know, got that universal title shot, won that title, got injured, and hasn't done anything really since. Not his fault. Not his fault. And we, we've never got to see a heel Finn Balor. I don't know if we ever will. We've never got to see it. And, and I think, yeah, I love both these guys. And this is an awful choice. And I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So who are you picking? I'm going to go with Balor. All right. And number five, which I think will be the hardest for you, Seth Rollins or Alexa Bliss. You did that on purpose, you asshole. I did do this one on purpose. I saved it for last on purpose. you You got my crush and my man crush in the same one. Can I make them a tag team and just push them? Nope. One has to go, Mike. You can never, ever again see one of these people in a WWE ring. Okay. Well, to be fair... If I'm doing it selfishly, which is not how we're supposed to do this, if I'm doing it selfishly, and you actually made a valid point, I'll never ever see one of them in a WWE ring again. Seth Rollins would do perfectly fine for himself oh. in New Japan, uh, oh. Ring of Honor, where I don't think Alexa Bliss would, so I'm cutting Seth. <laughs> that's fair, man. See how I went there? Yeah, that's, see, that's see fair. Made, do you see what you made me do? Dude, I thought, do you want to see, like, know some of the ones I have scratched out? No, because we're going to play this game again. Oh, okay. Well, I probably won't. So you just I, no, I probably won't use these. They're not great. Okay, go ahead. Uh, one was Sasha and Bailey. That, that's a good one. And one was Drew McIntyre. Cut Sasha. Yeah, one, I went with uh, Cut Bailey. One was Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. And one, mm. one, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm cutting Drew McIntyre. I hate to say it. Probably the same. And one was, although, although mm. I could see myself cutting Braun Strowman because Drew McIntyre, when they sized up, wasn't that much smaller than him. Mm-mm. Was not Mm-mm. that much smaller than him at all Mm-mm. and is realistically nope. probably more versatile in the ring and on the mic. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, new hire punishment Martinez and uh, basically his main roster clone Baron Corbin. Oh, Baron Corbin! Yeah, you get rid of Baron Corbin in a heartbeat, right? That's why I scratched that one out. <laughs> That's so mean. All right, let I I did it differently, and you know this is this is how shit happens, man. Mike and I communicated over text. I misunderstood. I just picked five people. To push or cut, and that's why my, I think my parameters were a little different on what okay. we can do here. Okay, so, so I can. So I have to. So what I'm saying in each situation, it's each situation is different, but you're putting the company on the back of this person, or you're cutting them entirely, or you're cutting them entirely. Okay. Number one on my list, Lars Sullivan. I'm cutting him entirely. I am also cutting him entirely. Uh, I've not. I like. I I like what I've seen in certain instances, but he doesn't stand out for me, man. Exactly. That's the only problem. Like I, I enjoy his work. You know who he reminds me a lot of is back in the early days of NXT. Uh, I'm talking like when it was strictly on Hulu days, and they're a little bit towards uh, at the start of WWE Network. There's a guy named Bull Dempsey. Who, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. who I fucking loved. The dude was such a throwback to uh, like 
old school like punishing grinding heels but he just didn't stand out in any way he only stood out because he was only the only real true heel on nxt and then once they got true heels uh he started getting murked by baron corbin back when they were like doing the baron corbin wins a match in under like a minute thing <laughs> then kevin, then kevin owens, yeah then kevin owens showed up and was like oh look like i do the same thing except like 10 times better so he kind of reminds me of <laughs> and Bull i Dempsey. can talk yeah where it's like i enjoy what you do but you don't stand out there's nothing special about you to me right right all right uh I, we both agree on that next mike and maria canellis Now think about all the options I gave you. Because if, if if you're up to date with what's been going on, I, 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 it works. I think that I would give them a strong push. Well, I would, if you're aware, they made their debut on 205 Live this week. Oh, I didn't know that. And I can't explain to you how perfect I think that is. I think that this will rejuvenate their career because, let's face it, they came in with a big fanfare and then did nothing. And then she was pregnant. He was going through an addiction battle. He's clean. She's back in ring shape. And I think with what they're trying to do with 205 Live, I say push them to the moon, give them a stable, and let them run the show, man. Yeah, they'd be a solid What's the worst that could happen? Like, stable run. Some cruiser, yeah, ones. yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. I would give them a solid push. I've been a fan of them for a while. I, I hated how he got misused on SmackDown, yep. but you know, things happen. It does happen. It does happen. Uh, next on my list, one Bobby Lashley. I would cut Bobby Lashley before I'd push him. We know what, where we stand with Bobby Lashley. You know what you're getting with Bobby yep. Lashley. Yeah, you get. An undeveloped character that nobody, for whatever reason, the guy's a beast, and, and he's athletic, but there's nothing to grab onto with him. You, I just, um, he's just every time he comes out on Raw now, it's just they want him to feel like a big deal. But he reminds and he's me of just not. well, he just re- exactly reminds me of Scott Steiner when Scott Steiner showed up in WWE. It's just like you're just that's a you're great just this, example. Except to me, Lashley's like a big like what could have been. At least like <laughs> Steiner was big Papa Pump. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, did his yeah, thing yeah. on Nitro. He ran WCW there for a minute. Like he was the dude for a hot minute, man. Big Papa Pump was like one of the main people. But like Lashley was like cool, man. You've been the man in TNA for the last four years when it's been terrible. Like you're just like, mm-hmm. you're just a, you just are never was. You're just a, a what could have been man. And like, mm-hmm. he's just wasted potential to me. He just reminds me of Steiner showing up where it's just like, Oh man, you could have been a big deal if you'd have just come over when everyone else did. But now you're not. Yep. Yep. Let's just right have on. Hunter wreck this dude and move on to the next thing. <laughs> All right. Our, our, my only, uh, not really my only, because I had Mike and Maria, but my only singles female, Sasha Banks. Cut or push? Cut. Cut. 
Sorry. How many people would piss off with that one? Sad. Fuck, man. Her fans. I'll give her fans that, man. They're like, they're ravenous. They really yeah. are. But she's just... Uh, uh. She just has not done much. And, she's and certainly not, not the boss. Yeah, and that might not 100% be her fault. It's, but I think when she's been given opportunities, she's fallen short. She hasn't lived up to what she did in NXT at all. And I don't know why, you know, we've all heard the attitude problems and the, you know, this and that and the other. She's currently taking a break right now from, if you believe the reports out there, she's not injured. She just needed time off. She's not someone you strap the uh, rocket ship to and put as the face of the company. She's just not. No, I mean, she just doesn't have what it takes. She just doesn't. She's just not a top person. She was a top person when there was, you know... When there was no one else. She was like the four horse women. Realistically, only two of those chicks are like top of the game people. And yeah, and they're Charlotte, fighting for the SmackDown yeah, Women's right. Championship. And it's so funny because <laughs> Becky was always considered the fourth Yeah. in NXT. Yeah. She was the one that didn't win the NXT title. She was just like the fourth one. And now it's like she's pretty clearly uh, way better than the other two. Way better than we all yep. thought. And yep. has gotten better. See, that's the difference between Becky and the other two. The other two are the same characters they were when they came out of NXT. And the same ability. The same when ability. They came out of NXT. Yeah, Becky's gotten better in the ring, on the mic. She's developed her character. I still am not really, yeah. still not really yeah. sure what her character is. Um, Becky the badass. Yeah, man. but Come now on. she's like a badass heel. They're not even a heel, yeah. really. She's just like a badass now. So, like, she's at least got yeah. like a, a solid character now, too. So. Yeah, um, Sasha definitely, she just, in a world where there was no Ruby Riot or Ember Moon, uh, girls of that nature, personality that pops and interesting look, Sasha stood out, you know, black girl with purple hair and she's got a little bit of attitude, but mm-hmm. she just didn't. She just didn't live up to her potential because she was very good. She, mm-hmm. Her and Charlotte were like neck and neck as the two best out of them. There was a time in the world where I described to my friend Tom Sasha Banks as being the best female wrestler in the world. <laughs> that was like 2013. That was like 2013. Like not anymore. And she hasn't changed since. Yeah, and she's not gotten any better. So yeah, I'm cutting Sasha. <laughs> All right, final one. The Ascension. I would push the shit out of these guys. I'm sorry. Like, these dudes have, like, modern-day fucking, like, demolition road all over them. See, the problem is everybody wanted to be a modern-day Legion of Doom. Modern-day demolition mm-hmm. would have been way mm-hmm. more accurate for them. Mm-hmm. You want to know what my answer is to this one? What's that? I'd cut Victor, and I'd keep Connor, and I'd repackage him. And he would be the main roster version of Lars Sullivan. A little bit smaller, but kind of built similar. Has a personality. I would put them with Bray Wyatt. That is also a possibility, but not what I picked. Not what I picked. Mike, you made some impossible uh, matchups on your list, and I am probably going to harbor hate for you for the rest of my life for that. Yeah, I sat and thought about those ones for a while. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun game. We should play this again sometime. Yeah, we'll do this again on slow weeks. 
right, we're gonna take a quick break. We have a little, little bit of, uh, a little bit of things to go over still. Like I said, I did see, uh, a developing slash breaking slash interesting twist and some stuff that we have talked about before. And I want to quickly go over another one of these, you know, awesome sportster lists, Mike, that we uh, sometimes get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang tight. We will be right back. And now, a reading of the theme song to My Little Pony by the Near Fall Network's own real one. A.K.A. Enzo Amore. My Little Pony. My Little Pony. What is friendship all about? My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. My Little Pony. I used to wonder what friendship could be. My Little Pony. Until you all shared its magic with me. When I was young, I was too busy to make any friends. How you doing? Such silliness did not seem worth, uh, the efforts that one expects. But my little ponies, you opened up my eyes. And now the truth is crystal clear. A splendid summer skies, how you doing? And it's such a wonderful surprise. My Little Pony. And I used to wonder what friendship could be. And my Little Pony. You shared its magic with me. When danger makes me want to hide. Your Rainbow Dash to my side. That's one of the names if you did not know Rainbow Dash. How you doing? Boss. Uh, I'd like to hand the boards back over to Mr. Forrest from a brief moment. Uh, okay, so, uh, Rainbow Dash, I work with a guy who, uh, is a brony, and he wears, uh, My Little Pony shirts. I would say he's in his 40s, late 30s, early 40s, um, and he wears My Little Pony shirts. Rainbow Dash is his favorite one. Things I know because I work with this guy. Rainbow Dash's nickname is Derp. Is derpy because I guess she's got eyes that make her look derpy, uh, for lack of a better term. But he his license plate says I heart derpy, and he's got stickers of this thing on. And he's got a Mustang, a bright yellow Mustang. Uh, it's a V6, so you know he's is a bitch. He's a bitch. Uh, it's a bitch car. So um, like who gets a V6 Mustang? Like who with a penis gets a V6 Mustang? Like that's anyway. So he uh. Has things, uh, all these stickers, uh, Rainbow Dash. So, um, that's, it's weird. And I just need to tell people about it. Um, because uh, I heard, uh, Mr. Amore, uh, mention Rainbow Dash. Um, okay. So I'm going to hand the boards back over to him. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Forrest. I'm glad you're done interrupting me for today's show. Oh, what is it with you two? It's like every week this just goes more and more downhill. Uh, we're going to be rediscussing my contract. Let's go. Kindness is never in short supply once smitten twice. Fluttershy. Fluttershy's another one. How you doing? Fodesty, no pony can deny. You are the Applejack of my eye. Applejack being a third pony named in this song now. A heart that shines so beautiful. A rarity to come by. Rarity. Uh, as you maybe could guess. Another one of them's name. 
And you all make fun and laughter as easy as you guessed it. Another one's name, Pinkie Pie. I like how they work the names of the characters into this song. This has been very good. My Little Pony, I used to wonder what friendship could be. My Little Pony, until you all shared its magic with me, our friendship's magic, and it's growing all the time. A new adventure waits for us. Day is yours and mine. We'll make it special every time. We'll make it special every time. Consensual. My Little Pony, what a wonderful wonder friendship brings. My Little Pony, do you know you're all my very best friends? Friends? Friends. You're my very best friends. My very best friends. My very best friends. Friends. How you doing? I know Enzo last week said he did not care for the message that we were sending the children. Uh, DuckTales uh, had a lot of uh, negative information, uh, such as what to do if a stranger approaches you. I do not care for the message, but this, this message of friendship and the wonder of friendship and what it can do for you. I don't know if you guys know, but Enzo went through a tough time last year. It was not a good year for Enzo. And if it wasn't for the wonder of his friends, Enzo never would have made it through that. Of course, if it wasn't for the wonder of his friends, Enzo never would have been in that situation either. So, you know, pay attention to which friends wonder you're following. Children. Nah. Have a great week. The Zoe loves you. Alright, Mike. It is time for... Not so much digging the dirt, but more so. No, let's 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 do our list, man. It's the Sporster. It's the awesome website of ten divas that slept with John Cena, and ten more that wanted to but never got the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> ten more we think maybe did. Okay, but in reality, this is ten WWE releases in 2019 that will surprise us. And 10 that are way too obvious. We're not going to break these down, break these down, but we're definitely going to talk about them and see if we agree or disagree. Uh, number 20, surprise, Rusev. They ain't releasing Rusev. No. That's absurd. <laughs> this this uh, this breaks down into the whole argument that he supposedly asked for his release. I don't believe any of that shit that was going on. Um if anything, it was posturing, but I really just don't buy it. Uh, Rusev is kind of a kayfabe kind of guy. So, and he's he's hot right now, man. They ain't releasing him. Yeah, like you can want to go, but that don't mean it's happening. Nope. All right, number 19, according to them, obvious, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, he's not getting released. I can see him not being with the company, but he's not just getting. But they're not getting. Rid yeah, of they're him. not getting rid of him. Just to, oh, we got to save some money. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen surprise, Matt Hardy. Not a surprise. He's not released. He's retired from active in ring competition. Get your shit together, sportser. Still gets paid uh, by the company. Yeah, is making a network special, which I cannot wait for. Is that real? Obvious. That's real. That's really happening. It's supposedly pretty real. Oh, man. <laughs> Number 17. Obvious. Jonathan Coachman. Um, 
I mean, I don't really know what to say about it. They're saying because he was replaced by Renee Young, but I mean, I think Coach will always have a home in the WWE if he wants it. Uh, maybe not in the main role, but he'll always have a home there. Yeah, as long as he wants to. Yeah, and anyway. Um, okay, surprise, number 16, Carmella. Get the hell out of here. They ain't releasing Carmella. Yeah, she's, don't get me wrong, I mean, she's, you know, you know, but they're not going to get rid of her. She's a solid character. She was just a woman's champion. They they cited the fact that she's working with R-Truth, which is hilarious because R-Truth not only is, like, the Teflon Dawn and an old school, like, probably be there forever, but, like, this whole run with Carmella has pretty much been a resurgence for his career. Like, she ain't going anywhere, guys. <laughs> Carmella. <laughs> We're going to get rid of Carmella. Sure. Number 15, obvious, Dana Brooke. Um, I wouldn't say it's obvious because she's been under the radar and been there for years without really doing much, so they might just keep her around and keep her around. Yeah, I could see. I'm not surprised either way. Yeah. Number 14, surprise, Bobby Roode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, they haven't necessarily used him in the most appropriate manner, but, I mean, I can't see them just giving up on such a huge over NXT character. Uh, number 13, Cassius Ono. Yeah, I could... And they have that They have that as an obvious. I could see that happening for sure. They only signed totally him... see that. They only signed him because how dare you go make money for someone else. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, number 12, surprise. Uh, I'll just tell you right now, it ain't happening. Bray Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's ignorant as fuck. Bray Wyatt's going to be one of the pillars of this company for foreseeable future. Yeah, and if you believe any of the recent news, he's off of TV. They're going to somehow repackage him. And not like a major repackage, but probably restable and everything. And the word on the street is he's going to get a major push. We'll see. Let's do a quick thing, real. Who yeah. would you like to see his stable be? Oh my god. <sighs> up to three. You can pick up to three. Up to three plus him? So four total? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like Luke Harper with Bray Wyatt. Okay. I put Luke Harper, Luke, uh, if I can speak, Luke Harper back with him. Um, Alistair Black. And Nikki Cross. Mm. Or I just let him take over Sanity. And add Nikki Cross into Sanity and have it be the new Wyatt family. But that's more than four. But you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I think I'd give him the Ascension, like I said. Like, retool them mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, ease back off, like, the futuristic, like, Wasteland Mad Max mm -hmm. shit. And um, I'd have them be a tag team. And I'd add another single singles guy. Maybe Luke Harper. 
Yeah, maybe Luke Harper right there. It would not be bad at all. Number 11. Imagine him and Tommaso Ciampa. <sighs> yeah. Dude, there's a lot. There's so much. And that's why that guy's not going anywhere. Yeah. There's so much potential. But even with his character, you can interchange the stable of the Wyatt family for different members. And over the years, it could just... I mean, has it worked consistently? No. But could it work long term? Hell yeah, it could. Yeah, of course. Like, you could consistently uh, change out members. Yep, absolutely. Uh, number 11, obvious. Aiden English. I don't think it would be very obvious. I mean, they kept him when they released his tag partner, so obviously they see something in him. He's a and solid hand. You know what I mean? You always need... He can work. He can work. That's what I'm saying. He's a good hand, man. Like, he's a dude that you can put in. He's probably not going to give you a great match, but he's going to give you a good match no matter whose style you put him in there with. He's got a character you just want to see punched in the freaking mouth. <laughs> like, there's always places for dudes that can come out, get some heat, and have, like, an aging superstar come out and give him, a, like, a finishing move. You know? Yep. Like, there's always places yep. for dudes like that. This guy could have a job here for a long time if he wanted. Yep. Absolutely. Number 10, surprise, Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. Um... I would not be surprised if Jinder Mahal was released. I would be more surprised if the Singh brothers were released, to be quite honest with you, because I think they would have a good place on 205 Live. Uh, Jinder's quickly fell down the card. I mean, he's a big dude, so Vince probably likes that. Uh, he's not good in the ring. He's probably one of the more dangerous male competitors to work with in the ring, and he's And he still can't do his own finishing church. move right. Yes, yes, he cannot do his own finishing move right. So I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Um, nope. I don't see him getting released, but I'll tell you this, man. If they ever, ever, ever got another dude of, like, Indian descent on the roster, I'd be fucking worried if I was him. <laughs> Number nine, obvious, the Ascension. Uh... Again, I wouldn't think that's an obvious choice. Uh, they could both be repackaged. It could be a Wyatt family members. They, uh, there's so much potential there. Even when you throw in the whole Matt Hardy thing, and if they're going to do more things from the compound, all these characters kind of fit in. So I don't see that happening. I don't see it as obvious, I guess. That would be a surprise for me. A lot of these, to me, haven't been obvious so much as like, well, I guess I could see that. Yeah, right. Uh, number eight, surprise, Lana. Lana ain't going anywhere for herself. She don't go anywhere. The only way, and look, man, it seems to me like if Lana was going to go somewhere, it would have been a few years back when she started getting all these fucking attitude problems and they smashed her fucking push she was getting. <laughs> and it seems like right? it seems like she's really learned her lesson. Yep. And as long as she just stays cool. This is another chick that will have a place with this company for a really long time. Yep. Number seven, obvious, Eric Rowan. Uh, they're going to throw in that he's injury prone, and I just don't, again, I think there's a lot of potential there. Uh, I would be more surprised by that one than obvious. You know, I'm categorizing these as, like, when they re released uh, 
what's his name, Derek Young. I was like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And then when the next news came out that it was Emma was the next one to go, that was a fucking surprise. So Eric Rowan would be a surprise. It's definitely not obvious. Um, surprise, Seamus. That would be a surprise. And again, they're not going to release him. Him and Triple H are buddies. It'd be a huge uh, surprise. He might, re- he might retire. Uh, so it would be a surprise if he was released, but it ain't going to happen. Yeah, that dude's a lifer. Yep. Obvious. Zack Ryder. He's another lifer, man. I, like, they might not do much with him, but they're not going to release him. He does too much so. outside of the ring. Right. Right. For right, that company. Right. For them to release him. Ah, number four. Also, surprise. Also, if you release Zack Ryder, uh, the moment he can show up somewhere else, he's showing up somewhere else and being a big deal. Yeah, a huge deal. And you've already seen what happened with Cody. Yep. Not that he would match that level, but you don't want it. You don't want him to have the chance. But no, he's got uh, tons of fans f- waiting on him to go somewhere and win something. <laughs> number four, surprise, Oscar. Um, if they released her, I would be surprised. Super surprised. Uh, it's just too much money on a table with that. Um, I just don't see that happening. Number three, obvious, Apollo Cruz. I do see that happening. Yeah, I can and that see is it. a little obvious. Yeah, I can. He's just. It definitely is a little obvious. He almost falls into that Bobby Lashley category, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. At least. And although he's he's way more athletic, but he's just nothing to grab onto with him, man. They cursed him with that. They do this with like a, a lot of black guys that come in, and it's like. Hey, what's your gimmick? Uh, you're the black guy that smiles real big. <laughs> yeah. And just like they do with black women, where it's like, what's your gimmick? You're the sassy black girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, so... Yeah, that doesn't do anybody favors, does not, it? That's not an easy thing to overcome early in your career. Like, you don't yeah. have a character to build upon. You can't watch him and be like, no, man, I like that time that he smiled real big at the camera like he's just always like happy to be there with a real big (laughs) smile and they do that quite frequently with black guys yeah that is weird uh number two surprise jeff hardy yes that would be a surprise again i can see a retirement uh, a part-time gig or a off-camera you know off-camera for the ringside you know happening but not a release they're not going to release him the only way they're going to release him is some super drug thing happens again well uh, yeah there's that that would still surprise me yep i agree okay obvious number one hideo itami um i don't watch 205 live enough to have a comment on this but i can't believe that dude still works (laughs) for this company I'm not even going to be honest. Like, I can't believe he still does either. Do you he, remember? He's done nothing. Do you remember? He came in with so much it fanfare, was like, dude. It was, it was, they were like, oh shit, we just got El Generico, Kevin Steen, Prince Devitt, <laughs> and Kenta? Like, are you serious? These are the four guys we're going to build the fucking future of this company on. <laughs> and one of them is on 205 Live right now. 
Three of those guys are former yeah. NXT champions. Two of them are yeah, former well. are former Universal champions. Yep. One of them, yep. two of them are former IC champions. Yep. Uh, and then there's good old Hideo Itami, who can't seem to take down Cedric Alexander for that purple belt. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, that wraps up the sports list. Real quick, I was just curious while you were ranting there. Um, we talked last week about ratings. Uh, I'm just going to run these numbers down because it's essentially Friday as we record. Um, it's Thursday. Pull the curtain back. Uh YouTube hits ha, ha, for It's Monday actually night. Tuesday, motherfuckers. We haven't even seen SmackDown <laughs> yet. <laughs> we're just we're just that good. YouTube, uh, WWE's YouTube page. Uh, these are the numbers. Bella Twin attack Ronda Rousey, three point eight million views. Shawn Michaels Shazam. coming out of retirement as a member of DX, two point eight million. Trish Stratus and Lita pummel Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, two million views. Baron Corbin's ten man global battle royal, three point four million views. Uh, the other views are Shield versus Braun and Dolph. It's almost to a million. I mean, it's 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 the argument to have, man. But you know, it, it's. Times are changing. We don't watch way the, we don't watch things the same way anymore. Hey, uh, so I know that I was super against this Shawn Michaels thing, and I still am. Mm. I still am. I'm still like a hundred percent against it. But when uh, did you watch that part? Have you? Oh yeah. Okay. So when Hunter looked at him and said, "Are you ready?" Were you not just like a little bit like was like not like the fifteen year old kid in you just a little bit like fuck yes I am suck it motherfuckers. Of course. Oh dude. I was of like course. I was like, I can't believe I'm getting fucking marking out over this shit right now. <laughs> I was so mad at myself. Like I totally marked out. I full blown like started to get choked up when he said, Are you ready? I was like, Oh no. Oh, it's they're doing it oh and i was like started to get choked up and like teary-eyed and shit and it's like i was like oh and then ah and i was like i was mad at myself about it i was like this is why they're doing it dude this is it right here you're falling into the fucking Mm -hmm. trap you're getting your ah but i marked out marked the fuck out watching it and nothing nothing wrong with that mike it was like when you do some questionable shit sexually and like as soon as you come you're like what have i done <laughs> oh no. I laugh because we all know that. Feeling. Like you know, like at the time you're like super into it. You're like, yeah, this is dirty. And then like as soon as you come, you're like, oh my god, what have you done? I can't even like look you in the eye right now. I'm disgusted with both of us. <laughs> Holy shit, that was fucked up. Uh... And that's how I felt after this. Like I legit was like, when he said it too, he was like, Hunter looked at me and he said three words, and I was like, oh, I know what he's gonna say. He's going to say, are you ready? <laughs> and he looked at him. He's like, are you ready? And I was like, oh, he said it. Oh, he said it. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. And then he was like, you're not down for that. We've got two words for you. And I was like, suck it. Yes. Oh. And then like hated myself afterwards. It's like, this is why they're doing it, man. You're part of the Don't problem. Don't hate yourself. It's, it's actually doing what they wanted it to do. Oh, um, it was effective as fuck for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to wrap up today with this, Mike. I want to bring this to you. I read this article right before I called you to record. Um, 
luckily it's by our favorite author, but it's not for comedy. This is for a kind of kind of serious discussion and debate, a topic we've talked about, which is the Saudi Arabia show. Uh, the title of the article is Controversy Over WWE Saudi Arabia Deal Receives Mainstream Attention. Uh, one by one, Handjob Jenkins. Wait, wait, uh-huh. wait. So Handjob Jenkins, we're talking about an article, but we're not making fun of it. We're not making fun of it. All right, man, let's do it then. So, go, go I don't ahead. know if you've heard, but, you know, I actually heard it on Wade Keller's uh, SmackDown review that uh, kind of when SmackDown was going on on Tuesday, or maybe right before SmackDown started, there was some kind of news going around that a Washington Post reporter was killed or assassinated. I and I like I said, I don't know the details on this. I haven't looked into it uh, enough, but was killed or is reported to have been killed. I don't know if he was in Saudi Arabia or if it happened somewhere else, but by the Saudi government. Uh, for what he's reported on them, which is pretty messed up and not good when it comes to all of this crap. And, you know, Wade Keller kind of put it out there where, you know, this might put WWE in a tight spot. You know, what's this going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And he actually pointed out and said, if it doesn't get any mainstream attention, then it's probably not going to matter. And I would agree with that. Now, here's where it gets kind of, different. I'll read this article. WWE has an ongoing deal with the Saudi Arabian government, and some fans have a real problem with it. This guy writes like a two-year-old. They aren't opposed to the fact that WWE is running so many shows outside of the USA, but they have a real issue with the current political and social structure of Saudi Arabia. The only issue that fans are complaining about is that the women can't wrestle, and let's not get it mixed up. Nobody's really that politically into it. It's just they can't see Sasha wrestle. Uh, uh, the decade the decade long deal between the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia it is Sasha and WWE. It's, it's all Sasha yeah, fans. For an undisclosed amount of money is obviously a huge number because they had enough to entice Shawn Michaels see it's supposed to say entice Shawn Michaels. See we can still make fun. It's supposed to say entice Shawn Michaels into coming out of retirement, and he says enough money to entice Shawn Michaels from coming out of retirement. You just double negative your fucking sentence, you idiot. Now, with the recent murder of journalist Jamal, and I can't pron- I apologize to this man who is no longer with us. I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name because it's not going to go well. By the Saudi government, it seems that the world is paying attention to them once again. <coughs> now. Fox News has picked up the story about WWE's ties to Saudi Arabia and the controversy surrounding the decision to keep this deal going in spite of the public outcry to shut it down. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, (laughs) what a name, was also said to be instrumental in Jamal's murder, as well as he is the same man who orchestrated WWE's involvement with his country. Saudi Arabia is holding WWE events as essentially propaganda pieces to boast about their progressive nature while they're executing homosexuals and sending hit squads after journalists who write negative things about the regime. Better watch out, handjob. 
the story could go much deeper than WWE as more of the pieces start to be uncovered. Associates of Jared Kushner have said that he is also in a panic because he communicated with the Saudi prince on his own personal device and spoke this week as well. Uh, but at this time, WWE Crown Jewel was still on because of all the money it is bringing into the company and for the monetary reasons which we have previously reported on. I don't think that's a fair statement, by the way. Only time will tell how WWE deals with this negative attention, but it could be a terrible timing. It could be a, come on, it could be terrible timing for the Crown Jewel event, given the recent happenings in the host country. Um... First, I don't think it's fair to say that they're still only going to do it for the money because here's the thing. If they sign a contract, now what do they do? You know what I mean? Did they cut his head off? I don't know, man. I have to research it. I just saw this and I was like, I got to at least bring this up because they're in this weird situation, aren't they? Yeah, they're like, contracted. If this, becomes, if this becomes a national like news like headline story and they're somehow involved in this, like that is fucking bad press now. Like, it went from, it's only Smarks complaining on a computer about it, to if Fox News is bashing you and your wife, the wife of the owner of the company is in President Trump's cabinet, like, now what? Yeah, it ain't even about the women anymore. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole different thing. And if you're contracted, you know, to do this stuff, now what do you do? Because, I mean... I, I don't know what the contract is structured, structured like now. Like, I would think, I mean, obviously, WWE has some of the best lawyers. Like, they're not going to. I mean, like, you they're not gonna, You certainly don't want to piss the Saudis off. Right, 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 right. Obviously, clearly, because they'll kill you. But, you know, like, in an international court, are they going to lose money? Are they going to lose, like,. I mean, you don't know what all this involves. That being said, like, is there, is this a scenario that plays out where Crown Jewel is not held in Saudi Arabia? Like, is there a possibility of this in your opinion? Do you think that the event could be all out canceled or do you think they would just have it over here and still call it Crown Jewel? Like, or do you think it just goes on and it's business as usual, man? Guess it depends on how much mainstream press this thing gets, huh? Could our government get involved? I don't know. I don't know, man. Because there's a lot of a lot of ways this could play out. I'm not sure exactly what happens. I mean, it's an American company. There's always the possibility that, you know. Right now, I'm going to say I think things probably just go as planned. Business as usual. Yeah. But... I guess where I go with this is, you know, what happens, you know, what if the U.S. government says no American companies to do business over there and forces them to not do it? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. It's a really weird situation, isn't it? Then I guess they don't do business there. (laughs) And then who holds up the end of the bargain? You know what I mean? Who... What a sticky situation, man. See, there's like a lot of things that, like, going, like, I, you know, we're just two dudes that talk about wrestling, you know? We don't know inter- <laughs> international, like, business law and shit like that. We really are. 
So uh, we don't we don't know much. We definitely don't know things like that. I mean, like you know, we know a lot about things, but not shit like that. That's like way above our pay grade. We don't even have a pay grade. We're not even like we don't, we don't even we have, have a pay grade. We don't even have a pay grade, so it's definitely above our pay grade. Wait, I am reading some more news about this. Are you ready for this? All right, let's see. This. Uh, oh, okay. See, this is different too. This says. The Jamal, and I'm not going to pronounce his last name. Khashoggi. Was a for Khashoggi, thank you. Was a former Saudi royal insider who is now a columnist for the Washington Post, became a critic of the regime of Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, and has gone missing, according to CNN. Uh, he has been missing for a week, so I guess it's not confirmed. And Turkish officials believe he was killed in the consulate. The U.S. has acquired a conversation of Saudi officials scheming to lure him into the consulate. That's not good. <laughs> Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torture reported that Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut, WWE's home state, has already criticized WWE's working relationship with the Saudi Arabia. Or with Saudi Arabia. I put that though in there. That was our, not their misprint. Um, if the Turkish allegation of murder is true, this is a quote, it should represent a fundamental break in our relationship with Saudi Arabia, end quote. Um, they did not cite the quote. <laughs> uh, maybe that was from Wade Keller. I think that might have been what it was. But, ah, uh, dude, it's interesting, man. It's it's interesting, and it's... It's shitty for them. I mean, I mean, it's shitty for the guy who might be killed, but it's for a company that was literally just doing business now it's you know a whole different ball game man and now i have to be like hey they're just trying to make money too eh, they might be in some shit yeah this is this is some real shit some whole real different level some real yeah whole different level shit like <laughs> wow i don't really have anything to add to that man this is just like this is like way. I don't either. Like way outside my realm of anything. Yeah, maybe I'll find out. We'll find out some more, and we'll touch on it next week if anything else develops. Uh, other than that, man, I got nothing. I, I think uh, I think we did all we could for these fine, fine people for free, as we do every week. Coming soon. <laughs> Shooting at the mothership. In-depth dissection of WCW Saturday Night, home of the mothership here on TBS at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, baby. With the Near Fall Network's own Mike Shooter Marcus and its sister show, Feeling the Burn. A comprehensive review of WWF Slashy Sunday Night Heat with the Near Fall Network's own Shooter. Coming soon. To a podcast near you. Coming soon. Hey, Mike, before we go, did you see Shaggy Two Dope try to drop kick uh, Fred Durst in the back while he's performing Faith? <laughs> yeah, how fucked up do you have to be to whiff on a wide open like? That's the thing. I saw the jugglers. <laughs> like, the video is kind of funny because at the start of it, he's like, We're going to drop kick Fred Durst. And it's funny watching him run out on stage and throw. 
this drop kick. And like all the juggalos were like, oh, Shaggy's so awesome. Like he drop kicked the headliner of the festival, blah, blah, blah. But like, you totally whiffed on it, you dumb shit. Like, like you, like you didn't even like you barely touched him, and he turns around and looks like confused, and then you get fucking pummeled by his security. Like that wasn't cool. <laughs> Drop kick the motherfucker off the stage, and then get pummeled by security. Like that'll be awesome, dude. I'll talk you up all day long. I'll be like, fuck, man, that was like legit. That was awesome. But like you didn't even, like you barely tapped him, and then you got the shit knocked out you. Like get out of here, <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> Oh, God bless the Juggalos, Mike. God bless the Juggalos. Guys, I say it every week. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great year. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like me. But I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, cause I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Trying to pick my heart up off the floor. Showing you that door, rock gotta have Showing you that door, I got it out I mean, like, really? Like, totally gonna fucking whiff on it. Like, wide open drop kick. Even got, like, good air and everything. Uh, fucking whiff. Fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs>